Hi, and welcome to the HeartSeed Health Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Goldstein, and together we're learning to cultivate health as we talk to inspiring people about projects, programs, and events aimed at improving people's lives. Today we're talking to Joe Shalman, the co-founder of The Conscious Cleanse. Uh, Joe graduated with honors from Grinnell College and uh, has her yoga mentors are Anna Forrest and Dr. Theron Ralph. Um, she studied a master's level at a nutrition therapy institute, and she's driven to help people who think healing is out of their reach. Through nutrition and yoga coaching, Joe helps others reach optimal health. She's so thankful for having herself. She lives here in Boulder and teaches yoga while running the Conscious Cleanse and being a mother to her three-year-old Ilsa um, and wife to Mr. Teacher. Um, hi, and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for, thanks for having me, Noah. Cool. Um, I first heard about the Conscious Cleanse through my sister-in-law. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I was always a little like, skeptical and cynical about cleanses in my Chinese medical training we learn a lot about you know eating simply and eating seasonally and um, and and there is an element of of cleansing and clearing out but but it's not it's not emphasized and um, but when she described what she was doing and what the cleanse involved, I, w- I was like, okay, I'm on board with this. And so we'll discuss a little bit more about why that is and, and the details. But first I want, I'm curious, I'm curious about your story around why you decided to, to create the cleanse. What, what was that moment where you're like, I, I have to do this. I have to get this out there. Yeah. Well, I have to say it didn't, it was a slow build and for me you know i never thought i would be an entrepreneur or i never thought i would start you know this program the conscious cleanse i wanted to be a doctor and i in 2004 was about to go to medical school and took a job riding my bike across the united states with 12 high school kids wow. really cool trip yeah and 6 days before the end of the trip i got hit by a truck going 70 miles per hour on my bike and ended up breaking my spine in seven places. So as a result, I was told that I would be disabled for the rest of my life. Um, I was in major chronic pain, like a nine out of 10 every single day. I gained about 40 pounds and I was super depressed. And when I went to see doctor after doctor and uh-huh. you know, asked the profession that I wanted to be a part of, mm-hmm. what can I do to get back into life and to pursue my dreams of becoming a doctor? They said, this is your lot in life, too bad. Wow. And you're going to have to live with this pain and depression and here's Percocet huh. and here's Prozac. Wow. And they gave me a huge prescription, like a ridiculous prescription and sent me on my way. And because I had heard over 20 doctors tell me I was going to be disabled, I started to believe it. And I got really depressed, um, even more so, and spent years kind of struggling, um, struggling with the fact that I felt crappy when I took these meds. And I knew that wasn't the way to go, but I didn't know what else to do. Right. And so I, you know, really, for a few years, really struggled. I mean, longer than that, but struggled with the meds. And then one day I was like, I can't do this. This is not who I am. I feel like a a clouded, unhappy, disconnected version of myself. And there has to be a different way. Wow. 
And so I started looking at other ways and I had already become a yoga teacher before my accident. And I was always interested in food and nutrition. And so I started to look at nutrition and I started to uh, study with uh, Anna Forrest, who's a well-known healer and uh, yoga kind of guru, yoga mentor. And when I started to study with her, she was the first person who looked at me and said, Joe, you can heal. And hearing those words was like this spark of hope. And every time I say that, I get chills because I think it's the most powerful thing that you can tell somebody is that healing is possible. And then when you hear that, you can believe it. And when you believe it, the sky's the limit. You can at least start to approach that. And so I thought, okay, I can heal. And I started looking at different ways of healing. And I studied nutrition and... um, and, and what happened along the way was I got a little bit sidetracked, which I think a lot of people can kind of understand. I, I thought, okay, weight loss equals healing. Like uh-huh. if I lose weight, I'm going to heal because right. I'd gained 40 pounds. I had been a high level athlete and that was, that's not fun to be in your body with 40 extra pounds. And, but I got sidetracked and I, so I did all these diets on the market. I, I tried everything and nothing worked for wow. me. And they made me more depressed and more, I had more kind of self-hatred after I would do one. Mm -hmm. And so it's all sometimes good to go towards the path of what doesn't work to get you to figure out, you know, what does work. And I thought, okay, I've been hating my body. I've been making food the enemy. So what if I flip this and I decide to love my body? And Mm. what if I look at food as medicine? And how did you make that flip? How, what was, was there someone that said something? Was it just, you were like, there's gotta be, you just figured it out yourself? No, I mean, I had a lot of good people surrounding me that I was working with along the way. Um, I don't think anybody said, nobody said those two statements, but, uh, Anna Forrest was really helpful with me because I, she would, I would, I, what I realized after I broke my back, I focused on everything that I couldn't do. Uh I couldn't do, I mean, I still do not ride my bike, run, do things that I had been able to do before. And I focused on that and it made me go into this like spiral. And she's like, but what can you do? And when you focus on what you can do, it opens up a whole different world. And so that thinking, allowing me to do that, allowed me to flip my thinking about my body and food. Wow. Yeah. And so that was really cool. And I started to look at food as medicine. And then at that same time, um, my co-creator, co-founder of The Conscious Cleanse Jewels was really looking at food as medicine from a very different standpoint. She was looking at it from a place of, I'm already healthy and how can I like really live my best best life and wow. thrive? Not, I'm coming from this deep, dark place and right. I'm depressed. And, and so we thought, let's put together a two-week cleanse, a two-week food-based program where we're going to see how we feel. And... In two weeks, we didn't think we were starting, we weren't trying to start a company. Uh-huh. And in two weeks, my pain went from a nine to a five. Wow. Which was like that's mind-blowing. Yeah. And I know you work with patients all the time all the and time. pain is really tricky. It's yeah. really hard. And I knew, I thought, oh my God. And I was so inspired by that. And and then my um, depression went down. And I, lo- and I think I said that I lost 15 pounds, which was about inflammation. It wasn't about my weight right. as much as it was things are changing yeah and people started to ask us what we were doing yeah and one thing led to another and you know there's more behind it but that's how the conscious cleanse came to be wow that's i mean that's an inspired i didn't i actually i mean i i knew a little bit about the accident but also hearing it spoken and sitting here with you it's, it's very different so um that's incredible and it it sounds like i mean it sounds like you had a really good 
group of people around you supporting you through that and that's also incredible were you was this all in boulder or were we living at the time i was in denver boulder okay yeah denver boulder and then i was i mean anna i was traveling to go see her yeah. and there were other people i had actually had this amazing acupuncturist who was um, like 30 years older than me and kind of was like a mother figure to uh. me and helped me a lot and a great chiropractor but it was um and a lot of it was not the physical moda- modalities were really helpful but it was yeah. the wisdom uh-huh. and the belief in healing uh-huh. that was mind-blowing and it, having those people surround you every time i found somebody who said i believe you can heal i was like you're on my team that's i mean th- one of the things that i've i've learned over my time training is that you know the mind and and the spirit yeah. are really really potent and i always you know whenever anyone's describing w- what's quote-unquote wrong with them or what's you know why they're they're there you know, I'm I'm simultaneously just seeing the health in them, yes. you know, and, and that's what, you know, for me, each needle, it's always tapping into the health and, oh, and bringing that. that to the surface. And so, um, so great. So tell us a little bit about what, what the conscious cleanse is, what are some of the, the, the foundational principles maybe? And yeah. So one of the things Jules and I, when we started the conscious cleanse, we're very different um physically we're very different people when it comes to the our food preferences Mm -hmm. and um we're kind of yin and yang and so when we put something together we we thought it had to be something with a universal message at least for us Mm -hmm. not thinking of other people but had to you know really apply to us both but have this like central you know theme that could apply and so i eat meat and she didn't Mm -hmm. so in the conscious cleanse you can have meat or you not, or not. You can be right. vegan. You can be a raw foodist, um, and that we really believe there's not this one size fits all. That uh-huh. that when it comes to people, everybody has their unique blueprints and yes. body types. And if you go in and you tell somebody you must eat paleo and you must eat meat, but it doesn't work for them, and their body doesn't respond, or it's not their preference, it's not going to be right for them. Right. Or you know the latest and greatest, um, you know foods even like let's say coconut oil, it's so hot right now. Uh-huh. Everybody's putting coconuts in everything, but there are people who are allergic to coconuts. And if right. you told them that they had to eat this every day to be healthy, they would get sick. Yeah. And so it's really trying to find what's unique about everybody with this common ground that vegetables are the center of your universe mm. and that you eat that and supplement it with something else. And the conscious cleanse, it could be you know a non-gluten grain, it could be a meat, it could be um, beans, legumes, nuts and seeds, and... Um, and then the sky's the limit in terms of how that looks, you know, in terms of a meal. But it's really about finding what's right for you. That's, I mean, and that's to me, it's like, um, I, I ate the pretty, I grew up eating a pretty standard American diet, um, which has that great acronym of SAD. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I lived in Israel for a while, but still just, you know, I never had, I always ate and, and ate fairly well. And. Um, it wasn't until after college I worked on a farm mm. and I and I all of a sudden just the freshness and the and being that close to the source of the food and um, it started getting me thinking about food in a whole new way and for food systems and um, and that was when I read uh, Joel uh, Michael Pollan's omnivore's dilemma mm-hmm. and and again and then he which you know and just the whole idea of eat food 
mostly plants, not too much. Mm -hmm. And food is things that are not processed. That's right. And, and then, and then when I went into acupuncture school and started learning about nutrition there, it was, yeah. Um, so, so do people have to have smoothies every morning or, you know, like, you know, we love, I think dark leafy greens are the like inflammation powerhouses and they're really fantastic. And I, the more dark leafy greens you can get in any given day, the better you're going to feel. And I really feel like even on a, for me every day, if I don't get as many dark leafy greens, I notice a difference. I'm Uh still with pain in my body and my back and it helps with inflammation so that's everybody is inflammation so I think yeah. everybody should be eating dark leafy greens and that's my I, I, I kind of went on a tangent because I think smoothies are a great way to get um, dark uh-huh. leafy greens but you don't necessarily have to be having a smoothie every day right. um, typically we would say you know if you can get a smoothie in every morning put tons of fat like put avocado in it and Ooh. put you know hemp seeds or chia yeah. seeds or almond butter or whatever that is it's it's not like a low calorie kind of thing right it's a very nutrient dense smoothie but if you can get in a smoothie every day with you know three four cups of dark leafy greens you're gonna feel great yeah one of the things um i've noticed is like spinach mm-hmm. how sweet it is um even just steamed with a bunch of butter. But um, but how different the the greens that come from a box are and the greens that come from the local farmers. Yes. And we did a winter CSA this year with uh, Aspen Moon Farms. Oh, I, I love, they're my favorite. <laughs> uh, and I am afraid to put that out there because then it's going to be more competition. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was just amazing, the, the difference. And... and you know, I sometimes say people who think they don't like vegetables or kids who don't like vegetables. And it's like the carrot that comes from the bag of the supermarket. I was about to say carrots. I was like, carrots are like a whole different vegetable. You can't even, they're not even comparable. It's amazing. And so, yeah, so I think that just for any of anyone who's listening out there who thinks, oh, I could, you know, I couldn't eat or I don't like or Mm -hmm. vegetable, then I just, I would invite people to experiment. You know, now it's, we're right on the verge of the farmer's market mm-hmm. in the springtime and um, and CSAs. And just I think that that local food makes a big difference. And I know that's one of your passions. It's, it's, one, yeah, of my pa- right. it's one of my that passions be, as well. And I, yeah. I think when you when you the less time between when you pick a food and you eat it, one, the more nutrient dense it is, but two, the better it tastes. And yes. it's obviously, you know, seasonality can be something in terms of what you can get. But um, I love that just farmers markets are becoming more accessible so it's not as as a pr- much a privilege thing i don't know if you've heard about this is kind of a tangent but in california people getting prescriptions from their doctors to go get vegetables and it's being subsidized yeah like how cool is that they have a program um and i think they have it in colorado too where uh your your food stamp or ebt dollars are worth twice as much at a farmer's market cool so you can go and if you say you have 20 dollars, you can actually spend 40 dollars at a farmer's market that's awesome yeah and so i think it's there's a lot out there in terms of of making it more accessible and yeah um yeah it's it always blows me away how how different and that you know like biting into a fresh turnip you know and and which is just weeks away i hope but um so, so is should do you think? I mean, one of the things that I think that's great about this cleanse is that it's it's actually just 
a system to get back to eating healthfully, right? That's like right. It's, it, you know, you're, you call it a cleanse, you know, and who knows what cleanse really actually even means, right? If you're eating junk all the time, then eating healthy is, is a cleanse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, what was the, the question I was trying to ask was, is this, you know, is this different? Like you don't have, do you have to take extra supplements or extra, yeah. you know, you have to, yeah. So we, um, it, it's not a supplement based cleanse. We have a belief that if you eat really good food that's, and you take out the allergens. So we take out allergens like gluten and dairy and sugar and caffeine and corn and did I say alcohol and their soy. We take out a bunch of things. Some things you may not be allergic to and that's fine. But we say just clear your slate for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Eat vegetables, eat, you know, the meats and the non-gluten grains and the beans, the nuts and the seeds, all of those things um, and see how you feel. And um, that in itself is a cleanse because your body, it's allowing your body to really um, digest optimally and Mm -hmm. and get rid of toxins in your body Mm -hmm. because environmentally we're living in a world where we're exposed to them constantly in the air we breathe, in the water we drink, uh, in in the food we're eating in terms of pesticides. So our body's natural detox channels are allowed to work more optimally when we put these foods in our body. And that's why we see this as a quote cleanse. Right. Right. Um, but it's not, you know, it's funny because we almost changed our name um, from Conscious Cleanse because people are like, well, I don't, I can't do, you know, cayenne pepper and lemon water and I right. can't just drink only juices. And right. that's maybe what the, like the bad rap of cleanses are. Uh-huh. But cleansing can also be something where you're never hungry. You're, you know, not being chained to the toilet. You're not, you know, uh-huh. like, you're, you're like, you feel good and you're walking around the world, you know, eating just a whole foods diet. Wow, it's just getting back to like the basics. Get to totally getting one. back to the basics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, getting rid of all of those processed foods. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Do you find? I mean, I'm imagining you speak a lot to the people who have done the cleanse. Do you find that people end up actually shifting into just eating that way most of the time, or maybe even all of the time? That so our our goal is that, and we don't necessarily tell that to people when they start because it's too overwhelming, and you yeah. really have to meet people where they're at, and you say. Just come for two weeks, see what's possible. It's only two weeks. You can do anything for two weeks. Right. And it's true. And then once you start to feel good, and then at the end, of, so the cleanse, you the way it kind of works is there's a five days of, of eliminating the allergens. And then we go into two weeks of the cleanse where okay. we're eating um, all of these great uh, foods and we have meal plans and um, and then after at the end of the cleanse we do a reintroduction period where we ask people to reintroduce their favorite foods that they crave and oftentimes that's a really good indicator if you ask somebody if they say you know what do you think I'm allergic to I'll say well what do you love and crave the most uh-huh. or what are you eating all day every day right. and that will give you a sense like if somebody's like I can't live without bread I would say probably you might have a gluten sensitivity, but rather than me telling you that, right. when you reintroduce that food, you can see how it made you feel. Yeah. And there are options. So if it's the first time you've done the cleanse and you're like, I am not listening to you or my body, you at least know that information. You can mm-hmm. say, you know what? This is how gluten makes me feel. It makes me feel depressed and bloated. Right. But that you get the power to choose. And it's not about telling somebody what to do. It's about them coming to their own decisions. And that's why I failed the mm. diet so many times. was because right. people were telling me what to do. And I didn't feel empowered to make my own decisions. So we really want people to say, okay, you are empowered. Use this information. Maybe now you're not ready to take gluten out or even rotate gluten or have it once a week or once a month. Right. 
but maybe you will in a month or two months or six yeah. months. Yeah, and I, one of the things that I've noticed when whenever I've modified things is that once you, first of all, once you commit, mm-hmm. and then once you start, you know, eating a different way, it, a lot of it's just habits. Totally. Like bread is really totally. easy. It's really easy to throw a piece of toast in the toaster. Yep. You know, or or, or grab a, piece, a yogurt to go. You know, and so a lot of it's just figuring out what the alternatives are to those foods and then you're like oh well that's easy too yes oh it's easy to have oatmeal in the morning you know and i can soak the oats at night the night before and then i just have to turn it on in the morning or so yeah i think that there's an element of um of of just adjusting those habits and and i really like what you said about you know because i tell people all the time just take this out of your diet for two weeks mm-hmm. not a year not your life yeah not, you know and then yeah and and then you'll find out when you reintroduce it how, right how did you feel how do you and feel? it doesn't and it doesn't and a lot of people are scared well does this mean i'm never going to be able to eat bread again or yeah it's like maybe or or maybe it means you'll choose when you and how much bread you eat wisely totally. as opposed to just it becoming that thing that you or what types of bread you eat but there's and you're a, more conscientious about it i think right. it's like this awareness and waking up like we say the cleanse is about waking up to your life because mm. most of us are like shoving food in our mouth without realizing it we're making decisions um and we're in autopilot so if you start to notice when you go to the grocery store and you're going to have that sample you know and, and you become aware how much more aware are you to other things that mm-hmm. you do so it's cool because it creates this ripple effect and it's almost like this this consciousness is is permeating into other areas like that's right like a mindfulness absolutely okay and you you guys make doing the cleanse easier in another way and this when i found out about this i was really um excited and happy because you create community (laughs) yeah and and a support and um what's the other word i'm looking for where uh, accountability That's right. with other people. So tell tell me more about that part of it. So when I was in the exploration of trying all those diets, one of the things I, I got to see a lot what I didn't like and a lot what I did like. And what I realized is, and this I think is a majority of people, is that people do better when they have the support of a community and that the success rate of sticking to a life change is is much higher. And so... We started doing cleanses here in Boulder, Colorado, where we would have nine or 10 people in a group together and it'd be face to face. And that's, it was wonderful and we love that, but we also feel like it was pretty limiting in terms of the amount of people that we could reach. And so we took our cleanse online. Um, And this was before we even wrote our book. And so people all over the country and all over the world now can join the cleanse with us at a certain start date. And what's really cool is that we have a team of health coaches who are on call during when we run a live cleanse. And they answer emails and they are part of our, they help facilitate our private Facebook group. And they're responding within an hour of people writing in a question. So that it's like, if you're freaking out or you're experiencing detox, which I know I have, by the time, if somebody takes 24 to 48 hours to respond to me, I might be out. (laughs) I'm like, that was two days ago and I quit. Or that Uh was two days ago and I don't have that problem anymore. Right. And it's really nice to feel like somebody has your back and is cheering you on and saying, you can do this. And that's really our 
that's really our, our mindset and why we started this, this cleanse was to really be there side by side with people. Um, and we also have um, live teleseminars and people get daily emails. We, you get a copy of our, our book and also um, uh, a PDF manual when you sign up awesome. for our cleanse. So all these different ways to engage, whether you're emailing us every day or you're posting on the private Facebook group or you're coming to the calls that Jules and I do and asking live questions. Right. Um, it's just a way to like engage in different ways and stay in the conversation. Yeah. And become part of a community of that's people right. who care about their health. That's and- right and how they're living and that's a good point because we have people say my entire family will not change the way they eat Mm. um they're they're somewhere where you know maybe even getting to a healthy grocery store is really hard Uh so to find somebody or a community they would have to go outside their their city or their town to actually find people and so they find other like-minded people online doing the cleanse and they can say like i need this support and they get people rallying behind them it's really cool and then post cleanse we have a program called the 8020 which i'm mentioning because that's a way for people to get support long after the cleanse is over and be, continue to be part of a community cool yeah that i didn't know about that yeah report. that's awesome so i have one more little question and then i want to wrap things up um for the sake of time so in chinese medicine we have this concept of the stomach and the digestive mm-hmm. system as kind of being a pot of soup Okay. Okay. And there's a fire, a digestive fire underneath that pot of soup that keeps it sort of simmering mm-hmm. and digesting all the food that we put into it. And things can happen to people where their fire gets a little bit weaker. So so maybe they're not digesting the food mm-hmm. anymore. Or maybe they're just eating, overwhelming that, that fire by just putting in lots of cold, raw things. Yep. And so... Um, so, and that's one of my sort of concerns when people are either completely raw or juicing or, you know, that, that they're, that they're maybe going to suppress that fire or, or, um, strain their, their digestive system a little bit too much. And so one of the things that I'll recommend is to like always add a, a chunk of ginger to your smoothie because mm. that's, that's warm or to just to use all the spices. Cinnamon is another yep. really good one. Do you guys, I don't know if, do, do people ever have issues around, um, around things getting worse before they get better or things getting worse and then not getting better? Is that something that well, I think the raw food thing is a is a great conversation and people oftentimes say, you know, one of our principles, we have some conscious cleanse pr- principles and one of them is to eat living foods and raw foods as much as possible. Now, we've changed, not changed our tune, but we've really um, started to, to believe that raw foods are fantastic for some people. Right. And raw foods don't work for other people. Right. And some people who are coming in with uh, some real digestive issues, raw foods are going to make them sick. They're going to uh-huh. get gas and bloating. Right. Even some cruciferous veggies, people can't eat at all, like the broccolis, uh-huh. the cauliflowers, the cabbages, um, the, the, the garlics, the onions. Those things are going to just make them so bloated and so uncomfortable. And so we, we like to look um, at the individual, but we also like to look at the season. So yes. in the middle of the summer, okay. your body is warmer and it feels good to eat. Like just intuitively, you can think like, oh, eating a, a nice cold whatever feels good. But in the middle yeah. of the winter, we would say, you know, like 
cook your food, steam your food, have stews, have soups. Even we have warm smoothies. So we have this warm winter pear smoothie, Ooh. which is really about like having like a, a gently warmed nut milk, adding that to your smoothie. And then it's a little bit warm, not like hot, right. but digestively it feels better to yeah. do, and especially when it's really cold. So we're totally Awesome. in the same place as you guys as, I, as your is that thinking yeah i love that yeah. and actually that was the piece that i didn't mention was that you know in the summer when it's hot then you you don't have to worry about that as much yeah and, um as opposed to in the winter totally yeah and also i think what about exercise because i know that like the the metabolic energy that's produced in exercise is what feeds that like digestive fire yeah and do you guys talk about that at all or i mean we we a lot of people are worried that if they come to the cleanse they can't exercise that this is a program Mm. where they can't we actually get a lot of professional athletes um mara abbott was one of our favorites in boulder people will know her and she's done her cleanse several times and she's trained um was training during them and so you know a lot of being athletic and moving is something that we love and is really important to us. And it also helps in the detoxification process. Uh-huh. Now, when you start and you're going through some detox, maybe coming off sugar or caffeine or alcohol or whatever that is, you might not feel the way you, you did before. You might feel worse before you feel better. Right. And so you've got to be gentle with yourself. Not expect if you've been running five miles a day, maybe you're going to go run one or two miles during those times. Or maybe you're going to go take a yoga class uh-huh. and still move your body, but really listen to your body and not try to push through something. Okay. And then when you get over the hump, typically people are like, oh, I have more energy. Right. And they can go back to doing what they were doing. That's the tricky thing is yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Great. This was awesome. Um, I really, I think this has been really valuable information for any of our our listeners. Um, Is there anything else you want people to know before we wrap this up? Well, I guess we have a cleanse coming up April 11th. And if anybody listening to your podcast wants to join us, we'd love to have them join us. Great. Um, And I'd be happy to offer a $25 discount to anybody who wants to come. Um, you could just do Noah 25. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, come join us. But, you know, I think more importantly is that if you're feeling like you can't make a change um, in your health or you're feeling depressed or really frustrated, that to start by start focusing on what you can do, mm. going back to that and finding people who will believe that you can be healthy and that it is possible and just finding that one or two people and starting to believe in yourself will then create that ripple effect awesome that is that is beautiful i mean i really do think one of the things that i i tell people is that health is our birthright yeah and and we all there's a way to it and it might be slower than we hoped or expected to it might take long you know um but you know can happen and i'm actually in the show notes gonna i'll I'll post you know some of the things that we've talked about and referenced but uh, a a really inspirational video um about a a a veteran who is overweight and and used yoga to you know and people told him he'd never be able to walk unassisted and wow yeah and it's it's just amazing i mean i really the, the human mind and and spirit and body are are incredible so resilient and even if you've treated your body horribly um your whole life it's amazing how kind your body will be back to you it's kind of like mother earth like yes you in two weeks we've seen people who have had a lifetime of bad habits 
in two weeks lower cholesterol they've um we're told they were pre-diabetic and in two weeks they've gone they've removed that diagnosis it's an it's amazing it is amazing that like you can do the right things and your body knows how to heal yeah that's its and natural it wants state. to heal right yeah. yeah um how can people get in touch with you you can go to our website consciouscleanse.com um, you can also email us at connect at consciouscleanse.com if you have questions about the cleanse, if you have any questions about your health, if you're struggling about anything, you know, and just need a sounding board. We love hearing from people. So awesome. Yeah. Feel free to reach out. Thank you, Joe, so much. I'm inspired. I imagine many of our listeners are as well. Um, and just thank you all for listening to the Heart Seed Health Podcast. If you enjoyed this, and I enjoyed this, I imagine you all mm-hmm. enjoyed this. If you know anyone who would also enjoy this, please feel free to share the, the podcast. Um, you, you can subscribe uh, on your podcast app or sign up to receive them in your inbox at heartseedhealth.com. If you have any comments, suggestions for guests or questions, please email me at Noah at heartseedhealth.com and of course you know rating the show on itunes helps but (laughs) um hope you have a good rest of your day evening afternoon morning whenever you're listening to this wherever you are and uh i hope we'll see you next time